Welcome to Recovery Coast to Coast, broadcasting from Clear Channel Studios in Seattle, Washington, carried live on Fox Radio 850 KHHO in Tacoma, Washington, and carried nationally in streaming audio at www.recoverycoasttocoast.org. Two hours of interviews and features, plus questions and comments about this one-day-at-a-time adventure in personal recovery as we share experience, strength, and hope with others so that they may recover from alcohol and other drug and behavioral addictions. Here's your host, Neil Scott. Hi, everybody. I'm Neil Scott. Welcome to Recovery Coast to Coast. If you are a first-time listener, a very extra special welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. we got a great show for you tonight. We're taking the show down to Costa Mesa, California. It is the site of one of the most successful treatment programs for women in America. They've got four decades of treating women. 5,000 women have gone through their doors. 500 children have lived on their campus. Yes, it is a campus and a treatment program that accepts children as well as adults that go through the treatment process. They've had over 100 babies born here. Yes, they take pregnant women, and and women can have their child and continue with the treatment process. It's one of the most unique programs that I have seen. In tonight's program, you're going to meet some amazing people. Rebecca Flood is the CEO of New Directions for Women. We're going to talk with her, talk about some of the history of the program and some of the future direction as well. Then Marilee Green, who is the program manager here at New Directions, and Tricia Miles, one of the great primary therapists who help these women find the path to recovery. In our second hour, Dan Carasino is going to join us. He's a member of the board, and you might recognize the name because he's also the director of the award-winning documentary, Bill W. Tanya Bacchadaria will then check in. She'll talk about some of the development ideas and some public relations activities on behalf of New Directions for Women. And then Miranda B., what a story she has. She's an alum of New Directions for Women. She went through treatment with her son, They're both doing great, by the way. Ethan Hediot rounds out our program for tonight, health educator and yoga instructor. The first of a number of nights down here in Costa Mesa at New Directions for Women. We're going to take a short time out. When we come back, we're going to talk to the CEO of New Directions for Women, Rebecca Flood. Stay with us. I'm Neil Scott. The program is Recovery coast to coast. These days, we talk about everything. I've been sober now one year, three days, and counting. My sister was restructured at work after 10 years. Welcome to the new normal and the cards for the new normal. New Journeys cards from Hallmark. My girlfriend sent me a card that said I'm really something to celebrate. Encouragement cards for all the stuff we face today. I actually found a card that says sorry you lost your job. Journeys. New cards with real words for real life. Only at today's Hallmark Gold Crown stores. Welcome back once again to Recovery Coast to Coast, the only program in America on the air five nights a week, two hours a night, talking about addiction with a focus on recovery. And boy, do we have a treat for you tonight. If you're a first-time listener, a very special welcome. If you have been here before, welcome back. We are taking you tonight down to Costa Mesa, California, to New Directions for Women. It's one of America's leading gender-specific treatment providers. They've been successfully treating women since 1977, over 5,000 of them. Uh, They're also successfully treating women with children 
children up to 13 years of age. So there's no necessity in terms of choosing recovery over being with your children. The children can come along. They treat pregnant women in any trimester. A hundred or more babies have been born here. I mean, this is just a, a miracle place. You can find out more about it online, newdirectionsforwomen.org, and you can follow them on Twitter at NDFW and, of course, on Facebook as well. Rebecca Flood is a CEO here. I've known her by reputation, certainly, for decades, going back to her working with Ed Deal back at Seabrook House in New Jersey. She's been the CEO here since 2004 and has really taken new directions to new heights while keeping the focus on women getting well. Becky, welcome to Recovery Coast to Coast. Thank you so much for allowing us to come down and share your story, the story of this great program. Thank you, Neil. It's a great opportunity and feel honored that you're here. For folks unfamiliar with the program, program, 1977, a long time ago. Give us a brief thumbnail sketch of what it was like then, what happened, and what it's like now. So New Directions for Women, what it was like in 1977, I can give you the historical perspective that I've been told, okay. but I was not involved with New Directions right. back then. I was, a, I was a year sober when they uh, got started. I have heard the stories of three courageous women. Pamela Wilder, mm. Marion Schoen, and Muriel Zink. Three women that they themselves were in recovery, that were comrades and supported each other. In Holy their, Trinity. Holy Trinity, <laughs> very much so. And Pam Wilder was the spearhead of that Trinity that really went to the Orange County Junior League, which she was a member of, and very courageously stood up one day and asked for their financial support to start a program where women could get well with dignity and grace. And when she stood up, she started by saying... I'm a recovering alcoholic. Yes, yes. She certainly did. And that was back in the earlier 70s. I think that was about 1975 when wow. she did that. She got 100% support from that organization of influential women in Orange County that got their arms around her and said, yes, we want to do this project. And with Muriel to her left and Marion to her right and uh, the Junior League all around them, they were able to start a very small only a six-bed program in some homes that were only one block off of the Newport Beach Back Bay, which we now, those two small cottages, have turned into a three-and-a-half-acre campus. <sighs> and uh, in just we're just clustered in this alcove of a beautiful mm. place in the world mm. where women still get well with dignity and grace mm. 40 years later. 5,000 women later. 5,000 women later, 600 children have lived on our campus. 100 or, babies born on your campus. Yeah, well, they weren't born on well, the campus, but their mothers were. Yes, and it, they did come back to reside on campus with mom. That is it. Are there any other miracles. programs in the country that do that? There are programs. I actually started a women and children's program when I was at Seabrook House, where oh, wow. I was for 26 right. years, and I'm still on their board of directors, so I've never really left. And how I got connected with New Directions for Women is when I was head of clinical services at Seabrook House, and we had women that needed longer-term care, we found New Directions 20 years before I ever came here, oh, wow. and we started sending women here. I have alum that went to Seabrook House and then came here no and have stories of 20 years of recovery oh, in their life. And so, so it was a natural evolution as my career evolved that I ended up 
at a place that I already loved. Rebecca Flood joining us. She is the CEO at New Directions for Women. State the case briefly, if you would, for gender-specific treatment. Well, research, there has been research done through the years that show that women fare better post-discharge and long-term recovery when they get gender-separate and gender-specific services. Originally, the Minnesota model of care was developed for men by men, and it right, has a right. lot of good nuances to it. It's it's a, really a seven-step, seven-phased mm -hmm. program. But what we have found is that if you've ever heard the, uh, read the story, Men Are From Mars, yeah. Women From Venus, yeah, yeah. well, there's a lot of truths about how women learn and process information doing it very differently than men. We're much more experiential, much more relationship-driven. We like to gather at the well where men like to go and be hunters and, and be alone in caves. And so for us to come together and not have to take care of anybody else when we come to group, and we get to focus on ourselves and gather at the well and have an experience and have talking together, that's where we work out our issues. And when we can do that very forthrightly in, in a holistic way, we seem to blossom and grow. And traditionally, we were given tools that really didn't work for us when we went out into the world. For a long time in this field, especially back in the 70s, it was Kentucky Fried Treatment. There was, there was one in every corner, and insurance was paying for it, and it was just, you know, off to the races. And then gradually, insurance companies started cutting back, and then the program started saying, well, if we can't make money here, we'll make money with seniors or some other mm -hmm. cause. And the strong have survived over the years as the ones who were in it, perhaps not for the best of reasons, have fallen by the wayside. You folks have been around for 40 years. You've treated an awful lot of people very successfully. What has been the key component to making it as successful as it is here at New Directions for Women? Well, I think that we have stayed true to the vision of our founders. Mm -hmm. We've nurtured the strong roots that we were afforded the opportunity to have. We still receive funding from private insurance companies, but also families privately pay for some portion of their care. And then we are gifted with a investment or donor base of individuals who donate their resources mm. because we are a 501c3 to the success of our women. And between scholarship money and insurance money and people's ability to pay beyond what the insurance company deems is medically necessary, but we indicate is clinically appropriate, is what our success has been with our alumni getting well. Mm -hmm. And not every woman accepts the package that we offer. However, we continue to offer that package because we know that long-term treatment, and that's what New Directions was founded, not in being a short-term program, but a long continuum of care where you move through residential to a sober living environment to reintegrating back in community while you're still in our care to eventually moving back into your own home which may be here in Orange County or it may be in Iowa mm -hmm. or it may be in North Carolina wherever your home generates back to and as many programs have we integrate family in a significant way including children living with moms or moms being pregnant and nurturing them through that pregnancy and it, it bothers me when I see programs that are treat and release they're more interested in filling that next bed than following up on the person who really is a member of the family. Mm -hmm. You have an extended family of 5,000 people. A, we have a sisterhood. A we sisterhood. A, we have a sisterhood. Yeah. And whether you're with us for one hour yeah, yeah. or 365 days, yeah. as soon as you 
walk through our threshold, you become part of the sisterhood. Yeah, yeah. And it's important to understand that in a treatment center, in any treatment center, whether it's 30, 60, 90 days, you're not going to be quote-unquote cured. It is the building blocks that are developed for an ongoing process of recovery. Recovery is a, is a lifelong process. Absolutely. It, it, it certainly does not end when they leave this treatment center. Recovery goes on one day at a time. You provide the tools. They provide the action. It's, Without question. Yeah. And many treatment centers around the country still refer women mm -hmm. after they've completed their services they transfer them to us for extended stays mm -hmm. because that's really New Directions is a long-term extended care organization that works sometimes with a woman that's coming in right. through the front door but generally that woman's had multiple treatment experiences before right. she ever gets to us and many of them are transferred directly from hospitals and from 30-day programs and even 90-day programs because we claim that we want to walk with you through life's journey of recovery creating that over a lifetime and each person is different and so the treatment really is is different and i mean it's the same but it's also different it's it's to the person's individual place where, where they are, what their needs are individually, rather than the old-time cookie-cutter 30-day programs that everybody will do this, 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 and then you're out. True. And many of our women receive similar services, mm -hmm. but some may have more psychodrama, some may have more equine therapy. We really combine what I call where Eastern and Western's medicines meet, and mm. we use best practices out of both. Mm. So you're going to have acupuncture puncture and equine therapy and neurobiofeedback and at the same time you're also going to have CBT which is cognitive behavioral therapy and some DBT work which is dialectical behavioral therapy and again we combine what we believe is clinically best both out of eastern and western practices. Rebecca Flood joining us she is the CEO at New Directions for Women. Becky give us an audio tour if you would of New Directions for Women. The Founders House, Faith House, Courage House, Fister House, The Sober Living, and The Elliot House. Just a quick, brief thumbnail sketch. <laughs> I'm sorry, your time is up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what I would say is our campus is in a residential environment located one block off the natural preserve of the back bay. And the neighbors love you. And the neighbors love us. They come out when I take tours on our campus. The other day I took a, a two gentlemen on a tour and one of our neighbors came out. She happened to be getting ready to go for her walk at the back bay and she and I said, we're just taking these gentlemen on a tour and she said, I wish all my neighbors were like New Directions for Women. I mean, that's just wow. what it's like. Instead of NIMBYs, they're YIMBYs. <laughs> yes, in my neighborhood. <laughs> Please. Yes, please. And we, we do a community open house yeah. on our campus. But our homes, even though we're in a residential setting, all kind of back up to each other. So mm -hmm. the backyard we leave is a huge open area. Oh, nice. And so it, it is you would never know by looking at the front of our houses what's going on inside our houses or in the backyards of our homes. So we create a very safe haven, which is gated, which our women, it's a sanctuary. It yeah. is a home-like sanctuary. A san serene sanctuary. It is a home-like, serene sanctuary. We have butterfly gardens. We have oh. tranquil waters. We have fire pits. Uh, it's all craftsman-style homes where our women can feel safe the minute they walk in and so many people when they walk into any of our buildings including our outpatient location here when they walk in they say I can breathe here 
Mm. And it's just people want to inhale and exhale very deeply when they walk onto our property. What are the specifics of some of the houses? Some of the specifics, we have Founders House, mm -hmm. which houses 18 of our women. It houses a dining hall that seats 70. It has a spiritual room that people uh. can sit on and relax and meditate. And we do do mindfulness meditation every single morning. It's infused into our clinical care. We have a butterfly garden. Uh, that people can sit in. We also have a lot of waterfalls in the outside area and meditation areas where clinical uh, individual sessions and family sessions take place. We have a koi pond. We have a playground for our children. We have a small child care facility for the six children that are living on our campus where there is a uh, master's level child development specialist working with children during the day. Uh, Faith House is where six of our families live, and so it's full of life in the evening mm. with baths going on and stories being told and homework being done, and it's a great place to go sit in the evening. And down the street, we have our sober livings where women are getting up early in the morning and getting themselves ready and still doing their chores and running out the door to go to school or go to work. And in the evening, they'll end their day here at Red Hill office doing outpatient. And mm -hmm. then they all get vanned home, you know, where they get to go to sleep again mm -hmm. in a very comfortable, serene setting. Mm -hmm. So My, that's kind of our campus. It's absolutely beautiful. It keeps continuing to grow. You've got a, a very strong powerful, active board of directors that has Absolutely. a vision sure. for tomorrow. We are strategic thinkers. We're strategic planners. It is my goal to leave a legacy for the next generation mm. of professionals nice. that will come up in this field nice. to help the next generation of women to heal. It is our board's desire to leave a legacy of buildings that are in good stead for the next generation with a sustainable funding pattern. Mm -hmm. We're in the process of creating an endowment fund. Our board, along with myself, really are legacy leavers, and that's what we want. We mm. want a legacy. We were given a legacy, we've honored that legacy, and we want to pay that legacy forward to the next generation. When people ask me about treatment centers and how do you find a good treatment center, I, I, there are two things that I mention. First of all, I say, is that treatment center a member of NAATP? Absolutely. Which is the National Association of Addiction Treatment Providers. You're on the board of NAATP. I am. I'm very blessed. And it's it's very important for all treatment programs to come together under one organization to do what's best for all. Correct. Well, NAATP is our voice in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. so that we are able to advocate for things like parity, which is the most recent bill that says yes. that addiction and mental health are treated on equal footing with all other medical diseases. And without that, we would be hard-pressed to get coverage of yeah, any kind yeah. for our continued care. Yeah. So They carry the flag. They carry yeah. the flag. They wave the flag, and it's wonderful to be of service. I actually worked with Michael Q. Ford. Oh, wow. Uh, who started, right here from Laguna Beach. That's right, from Laguna Beach, who started NAATP <laughs> with, with the folks from Raleigh Hills going way back. But we don't want to go too far back. Uh, Rebecca Flood is joining us, uh, CEO uh, here at New Directions for Women. Talk about the, the family program. Uh, people don't you know, become alcoholic in a vacuum. Every alcoholic, whether it's a man or a woman, directly affects six or seven other people. 
Talk about what you do for families of these special women that come here. Well, we look at their children are part of their family, and some of them get to come here with them and watch them get well and participate in so many children are affected by their mother's alcohol use and see the devastation of, of it, but they don't get to see yeah. her blossom and grow. And so some of our children get well with their moms. At the same time, the significant others, husbands, parents, sometimes grandparents, dear close friends of the women are severely impacted. Collateral damage. Collateral damage. They're very fearful, and they're not sure what role to play successfully in supporting her in her new life of recovery. So we utilize the matrix model every single Saturday. They the families are welcome to come here for a two-hour session with the, the family where we do process group and education work. The families also have individual sessions with the woman that's in treatment with us. And we encourage every family to seek out their own recovery plan, sometimes going to intensive family programs at other facilities, sometimes utilizing long-term inpatient codependency programs such as on-site or the mm -hmm. bridge to recovery. We encourage Al-Anon, Naranon, family groups that help them back in their own area, and individual therapy for however this has severely affected them over time so that they take care of themselves separate and apart. The, the other thing that I tell people looking for a treatment center is take a look at the staff. Take a look at staff turnover. If you find mm -hmm. a, a program with a high turnover rate, you might want to keep looking for another treatment center. Your staff has been together for a long time. It is solid. It's always referred to as the team. <laughs> tell me ab about your your staff and the importance uh, in the treatment process? I think it's very important that uh, those of us that work together uh, stay together and think together. And play together. And play. Yeah, we do that sometimes <laughs> too. And grow together. And I sure. mean, edu educationally sure. and spiritually. So I have been very blessed with some of my team that uh, have been with me since all 12 and a half years that I have been here. Very blessed that new folks come and stay for periods of time. It's not as though we don't ever have turnover because we do. Because sometimes we're a small organization, somebody grows beyond us, and I bless them yeah. to move on. And we have lots of friends out in the community of people that have, you know, continued sure. their life beyond us. And sure. so that's a wonderful thing. There's a foundation that's connected with this treatment program. Absolutely. Uh, and they do a lot of wonderful things, in, including the scholarship fund, the Pamela Wilder Scholarship Fund. Correct. Uh, talk about the role of the foundation in the overall family here at New Directions for Women? The foundation uh, was birthed, uh, we birthed it about two years after I got here, mm -hmm. and it was birthed so that we could create uh, sustainable funding for the organization. And that is what has really grown um, our buildings. It's what's done our building funding. It's what's looking at our endowment campaign. It is uh, a board that we are still growing, but we have a separate 501c3, and that board of directors is the board that raises the multitudes. We've raised, since I've been here, probably around $13 million. Wow. Yeah. That is a strong, active board. That's a strong, active board. Holy smokes. You know, one of the things that obviously stands uh, in center stage is the fact you've been around so long. You've got the cred. The organization? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. The organization has 40 years 
of weathering the challenges, the opportunities of staying alive and thriving mm. in the addiction treatment profession. Talk about the alumni. That's a, a real key <laughs> Our part. sisterhood. Your sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our sisterhood, we have uh, a full-time alumni coordinator who is an alum who spends all of her time following up on our alumni, yeah. on creating events, on our annual retreats that we do. We do a spiritual and clinical retreat every year that mm. they get to come back for. Every single month we have panel discussions. We have a dinner on campus with our current patients with our alum. We do Easter egg hunts and Christmas parties and beach volleyball parties every single year. And so there's very rarely a month that goes by. We have burger bashes. There's, you know, and when we say we have an Easter egg hunt, we also have an Easter bunny and Santa Claus. And You still believe in Santa Claus? I still believe in Santa Claus because he shows up every year here. I think and he gives shows up gifts. every day here giving out the gifts of recovery is what I think. Uh, Rebecca Flood joining us tonight on Recovery Coast to Coast. You give Circle of Life tours. That must really Absolutely. open people's eyes when they see this campus. It does. It's I love to watch people's faces yeah. as they come through. I love to hear I love to see people's faces when they hear some of the stories. At this year's Circle of Life Breakfast, so we do tours every month, and then the culmination is that we have a Circle of Life Breakfast every year, and we had a little over three hundred people in for breakfast this year. We raised four hundred and fifty thousand dollars at goodness. our breakfast. And when one of the girls that spoke this year was one of the first oldest child that we had she was 10 years old when she came through here she's 24 now and she came in and shared a few minutes of her story it was her mom's third treatment program the first time she had the opportunity to be in treatment with her mom she was not happy when she got here at 24 years of age she graduated valedictorian from her high school class she is now the president of her sorority at Whittier Law School mm -hmm. where she is going to law school mm -hmm. and she is the one who donated she and her sorority donated all of the Christmas gifts this year Holy for our smokes. children. Oh, my so goodness. that's how our sisterhood, not only wow. is it our women that are receiving, and her mom's still well, and her mother was at the breakfast with her, uh, and her mother came in this year and brought the Christmas gifts in with her, but our sisterhood is not just our women. It's the young children that come oh. through, and that is a sisterhood and a brotherhood because we got lots of baby boys that are oh, born here. Oh, my goodness. And get care here, my too. My goodness. We haven't talked about the repeat boutique. <laughs> that plays a big role, not only in terms of bringing in money, but in providing uh, education, stimulation, much needed uh, things for these women to do and skills to relearn, in some case learn. Talk about what the Repeat Boutique is and what it does for you and, well, and what it does for them. It's a social enterprise to the organization, mm -hmm. and a social enterprise is anything that allows us to raise resources, financial resources, that really has nothing to do with our mission. And so it is a high-end boutique that we've had for 37 years. Holy it was the, smokes. It was the first thrift store to support a nonprofit in Orange County. But when you say thrift store, that kind of it, it's, it, it's it's a, it's more it's, than just well, a that's why I call store. it a that's why I call it a boutique. Yes, it really is, and it's a way for donors in the community to participate with us that may not be in recovery themselves, yeah. but want to give back. And partnerships, partnerships, and so they bring in their clothes and they donate them, and sometimes they volunteer their time to work in the store. But also our women, it gives them an opportunity to re-enter the community. 
contributing in a work environment and volunteer. And every time they do, they get clothing and outfits and those kinds of things. But they get to interact with people, run the cash register, steam clothing, Mm. uh, build their skills and their own self-esteem and their own self-worth as they re-enter community. It's win, 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 win. Sure is. All all the way around. All the way around. Rebecca Flood is the CEO at New Directions for Women uh, joining us. Uh, You are rooted in in research and best practices and all of that. NAATP just announced a national outcome study uh, with some industry benchmarks, and they've selected seven treatment programs uh, in one of the big New Directions for Women. Tell me a little bit about this this research project and, and what you hope to find out. Well, we hope to find out what about treatment works mm-hmm. and how it works and for what populations and over what periods of time so we can better gauge the intensity and duration of care that any individual may need once they enter mm-hmm. our threshold. So it will identify services needed. It will identify how long those services need to be provided so that we can become better. We always are interested in becoming better at what we do and better in the lives of the people that we serve because their life is on the line, and that's what matters to us. And so we will be able to compare ourselves to other top providers and at the same time learn from each of these providers. Dr. Thomas McClellan, uh, one of the most uh, research-based people, helped us design Uh, and Norm Hoffman. Oh, he's one of the best. He's been around forever. So these folks all helped us design. You couldn't find anybody better. You couldn't to help us put this together. How long will it take? Uh, I think that the pilot piece is going to be over a year, and then we're going to look at the data we've collected and determine if we can get other people to join us. But first, we want to have these seven programs solidly in place. Becky Flood joining us tonight on Recovery Coast to Coast. What have you learned in the time you've been here, Becky? of New Directions, because I've worked in the field for 38 years. Let's let's keep it to New Directions. Let's keep it to New Directions. I have learned that people have huge hearts, Mm. that people care more than you can even begin to imagine about their loved ones, about our vision and mission. I've learned that our vision and mission is unstoppable. People want the next generation to heal. They want children to be well. Break that cycle. They want to break the cycle. And so people, camaraderie builds. Our sisterhood is unbelievable. The power of women in recovery and what they can do in the face of changing the profession and the world Mm. and life in general for themselves and their families. What do you see as the biggest challenge for the field right now? I think the biggest challenge is us coming together, bridging gaps between medication-assisted treatment and abstinence, listening to each other, philosophically challenging ourselves to create an evolution of what is in the best interest of each individual person that will otherwise die if they don't get the opportunity to get well. Insurance companies, parity, everybody coming together. And I still say that denial is at the heart of this disease. Mm -hmm. Denial at political levels, denial at insurance levels, denial amongst families, and even denial amongst those of us in the profession. Absolutely. I ran into somebody the other day who who, uh, uh, was in a conversation with someone and, and they had asked what he did and he was a counselor at a treatment center and he said, I work in the health profession. And I said, why didn't you say that you work in the, in the addictions field? 
He said, well, I just thought it would be better just to say that. I mean, even among ourselves, we've got to realize that we have to stand up and be open and be uh, in that non-denial area of be proud of who we, we are and what embrace. we do. Embrace. Embrace each embrace other. Embrace it lovingly. Absolutely. And it's not like there's not enough alcoholics and addicts to go around, for goodness sakes. You know, I understand competition in the marketplace, but this is not a competitive field. This it is shouldn't a, be. No, it should not be. It, it is. It, it is in some be. ways, but it's it, it definitely should not be. And organizations like NAATV bringing people together and not asking them to let go of their biases, but as you say, listen to one another. That's where it begins. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Flood joining us. She is the CEO at New Directions for Women. Uh, we are going to be visiting with a number of people who, I, I say work here, but you know that, that sounds so trite, who are a part of the family here of helping to save the lives of countless women and countless children. I thank you for your time, Becky, and I wish you continued success. Thank you, Neil. One woman at a time. Wonderful. Thank you. I'm Neil Scott. We are broadcasting from one of the oldest and most successful gender-specific treatment programs in America, New Directions for Women in Costa Mesa, California, where recovery becomes reality. And we're going to meet some of the people involved with this program when we continue. Short time out, back with more on Recovery Coast to Coast. I lie to all my friends. I mean, I look right at my kids and lie to them. I make excuses to my family. I make excuses to the people at work. I hide the truth from everyone. Cover up at family holidays, you know, act as if everything is okay. Pretend I'm happy. Every day, I deceive everyone close to me. This man isn't addicted to drugs or alcohol. He's just addicted to covering up for someone who is. He thinks it helps, but it doesn't. Find out what does. For more information or help, call 800-662-9111. Nothing destroys young lives and tears families apart like chemical dependency. But you have the power to put the pieces back together again with one called the Sundown M Ranch. Sundown's nationally recognized program and professionally certified staff treat each individual teen with care and compassion. Safe, gender-separate, successful treatment. Sundown M Ranch helps put families back together. 1-800-326-7444. 1-800-326-7444. Call today. We welcome you back to Recovery Coast to Coast, the only program in America on the air five nights a week, two hours a night, always talking about addiction, always with a focus on recovery. The bright side of addiction is indeed recovery. We're taking you with us on the road down here tonight to uh, beautiful Southern California, Costa Mesa to be exact, a place called New Directions for Women. It's a wonderful treatment program. Been around since 1977. They have treated 5,000 plus women. It's it's just amazing. And uh, they've also had over 500 children live on campus so that women did not have to or do not have to choose between going into treatment or being with their children. So the children are welcome. And they've also had over 100 babies born here. I mean, not here in the sense of on the facility, but they were here and they gave birth and the babies were in treatment. It's, uh, it's just an amazing 
amazing, amazing program, and we're delighted to be down here and to kind of share with you in an audio tour uh, about this great facility. And one of the things that makes a great treatment center, in my estimation, is the staff. And we're meeting the staff tonight. Merrily Green is the program manager at New Directions for Women. She's been here for 11 years, and uh, she has developed and facilitates a mature women's group. I need to talk about what maturity is because <laughs> I'm not sure when I'm going to grow up. And when I grow up, I think I want to be a fireman. But I digress. Merrily Green is joining us. Merrily, welcome to the program. Thank you. Tell me about your experiences here in the last 11 years. You've seen a lot of changes. I have. We have grown in leaps and bounds. We just opened up our new founder's house and was completely remodeled, and it's absolutely welcoming and beautiful. We have a meditation center outside with beautiful waterfalls. We have a meditation upstairs, meditation room upstairs. Beautiful. Um, I just toured the facility. Isn't and it beautiful? Wow. Right. The, we were under construction for about six months. The first night we were in the house, I was in my office and it was kind of, it was about 5.30 and I heard some laughter and I, and I love, when I hear the girls laugh and I just get really kind yeah, of giddy. Yeah. So I went out there and they were all still sitting at the table. And, you know, for six months, we tried everything we possibly could to bring them together in community, but we were in different houses, yeah, you know, yeah. and it, we did a lot of different things, mm. but that sense of community was kind of lacking. They were all sitting at the table. Half an hour after dinner was served, they were still talking. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh. It brought tears to my eyes. Oh my goodness. Know? Wow. Mm. That certainly is a miracle. Yeah, it is. It was. Talk about mature women. I mean, what makes a woman mature? Is it age? Is it experience? <laughs> is it insight? I know some women in their 50s and 60s that are not very mature. And I know some some young women, 18 or 19, that have a lot of maturity. So, Well, so when the concept came up, you know, my idea was to have um, women over 40. That, mm -hmm. that was the idea, over 40. My very first group had about six women, and four of those women had small children. They were over 40, and they had small children. The idea of having a mature women's group was to have a group where that, that age group, that 19 to 25 age group, doesn't necessarily have the same life experience mm -hmm. as the woman over 40. And she may not be mature. Right. Right. But she's had a different life experience than the 19 to 25 year old. So that was the idea. And then we kind of went down to, well, Natalie, what do we do between 25 and 40? What do they do? You know, so we kind of what we do is we make a give, maybe set it up for a group conscience. Somebody wants to come into the group. They think they belong in mature women's. Maybe they've been married. Maybe they've been to college. Maybe they have kids mm. and they're. 27, 28. I have a couple. I have a 31-year-old in my group right now, and um, I think I have a 27-year-old too. You know, she has little wow. kids at home. So we kind of we 35 up. Ish. You know, yeah. I have an 81-year-old lady. No way. An 81-year-old lady in my group. Yes. How wonderful. Yes, Holy it is wonderful. Mackerel. Yeah, she brings a lot of different stuff to the table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can imagine, right? Um, she says things like. Why would any woman stay with a man that does that to her? <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of her conversations start with, back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> she calls everybody, me, a young whippersnapper, and I'm 60. <laughs> you know, so. What is the oldest woman who's been here, do you know? She is the oldest. She is She's, the oldest. Yeah. Up until this lady came into treatment, the oldest woman we'd had here since I've been here was 72. And the youngest being 18. 18. Wow. Just barely 18. Actually finished high school here. She came here. Thought she was coming to California for um, Christmas break. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. 
Thought she was coming to California. Was that an intervention? For, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thought she was coming for Christmas break. and She was coming for addiction break. Came here for an addiction break, and we got her into high school at Newport Harbor High, and she finished high school at Newport Harbor. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Wow. Yeah, so that was really neat. Yeah, and, and we did things like Skype her parents for yeah. sessions, yeah. you know, so that her parents could be a part of all that. What about the integration of the, the older women and the younger women in, in a living situation, mm-hmm. uh, having young young kids, in mm-hmm. quotes, with, with, you know, older women. Well, when you think about it, most of the women, or a vast majority of the women that we're dealing with, a lot of them are emotionally teenagers. Because <laughs> a lot of, that's when a lot of them started using. That's right. Right? That's right. So they might be chronologically a little bit older, but yeah. emotionally they're all in the same place. When I went to go see this, the lady, the 81-year-old lady, I went to go see her in the hospital before she came here. That was her biggest concern. She had toured before she went into detox, and she said, gosh, I'm not so sure that, you know, my, one of my biggest concerns is how I, you had all those young girls there. I'm not sure how I'm going to fit in with them, yeah. you know. And I reassured her that she was going to fit in just fine, and if anything, those girls would be taking care of her or trying to take care of her because that's what they would do. And so occasionally things like... Language becomes an issue, you know, and... and Whatever. Yeah, whatever, (laughs) whatever, and the F word, you know, of course. That would be fun if you're listening at home. Yeah, (laughs) and and again, she's, you know, considerably older than anyone I've ever had in the past, and so it is a little bit different for her, but but before, things like being disrespectful, right. you know, language. And and then, too, some of the stories those girls tell, even for the mm. seasoned alcoholic, some of those stories are yes. pretty yeah. tough to hear. Yeah. Melanie Green joining us, program manager at New Directions for Women. What does a program manager do? I do everything. Everything. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Actually, um, my job right currently right now is to make sure that the program is running smoothly so my office is downstairs in the care coordinator's office which mm-hmm. is our 24-hour staff you right. met them I just, when you were yes, there yes i did and so that's the nerve center it is the yeah. nerve center it is actually the nerve center and so i try to let them do their job but i i hear things you know mm-hmm. um i i sometimes feel like the fix-it girl i step in where Somebody needs help. You're a fireman. I am a. I am definitely a fireman. I am definitely a fireman. I am putting out fires all day long. So, the, so my my job is to supervise that staff, and to I'm a part of the clinical team. I really like to see myself as whenever somebody needs something, they can come to me. I might not be able to do it for them, but I'm going to figure out how to get it done. Mm. Our job, the care coordinator's job in my opinion, is to meet the needs of the patients on a 24-hour basis. They see their counselors, you know, an hour a week, and they see them in group, you know, because we're in group all day long from Mm -hmm. 8 till 5. The counselors see them in group all day long as well. The care coordinators see them all the rest of the time. They're taking them to 12-step meetings. They're talking to them on the way to the 12-step meetings. They're teaching them that etiquette. They're sitting down with them at dinner and having conversation with them. So we are the nerve center. and So that's my job is to make sure that that's all running smoothly, that things are being taken care of, and that, more importantly, the girls that live with us are comfortable. Well, mm. actually, I make sure they're uncomfortable because... <laughs> but deal dealing with the uncomfortableness. Right? They know. That's one of my things is if you're uncomfortable, that's good. Right, right, right. <laughs> but making them welcome. I mean, you saw how yeah. homey our place yes, is, right? Yes, yes. And that we don't want them 
to feel like it's clinical or a hospital, but you know, right now this is one of the toughest things they've ever had to do, and so yeah. we really want to make sure that that they can do it comfortably. Yeah. Do you have many that go AMA? Um, I don't. I guess that's a hard thing to say because. Which I, I sometimes I use acronyms and I shouldn't against medical <laughs> advice or against clinical, clinical advice. advice. People say, "What the hell is he talking about?" Right. AMA. In comparison to the number of women that we see, right. I say no. Right. Right. You know, we had two last week, hmm. two in one day. Like I said, when you when you compare it to the number of women who complete treatment, an average of ninety days of treatment, it's quite small actually. And the longer you stay in treatment, the better your chances are of continuing on in a full enriching recovery life. And we have an amazing continuum. Yes. Yeah. We have detox, we have primary residential, we have transitional, we have extended, we have our sober living is called an intensive sober living because in order to live there you have to go to our IOP. We also have also have a partial day program so you can continue to stay in residential with us and attend our partial day program which is till 3:30 in the afternoon and then you can go to our sober living and so you know you could at any at any point in time you could be with us for up to 90 days to a year even mm. you know in that same community with the same people helping you and having that continuum of care all along. Merrily Green is joining us on Recovery Coast to Coast. You, you do also big book studies with, with mm -hmm. the ladies, with the women. Talk about the importance of really getting a grounding in the 12-step programs and, and, and finding the solution, living in the solution. Well, I, for me, the thing that I present to um, the women is this book was written 80 years ago, right? It's amazing. It was written 80... It's kind of like the Constitution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, how did they know hundreds of oh. years ago that this was going to hold true with all the changes mm. that we've been mm. through, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of my introduction is, look... And it was written for men. Yes, it right? was. Yes, and it was. So... You know, look at this, how we can adapt this, how we take this as women, you know, and adapt it to our own lives. But how you can take these steps and play them out in any aspect of your life. That's right. And not just addiction, but just in any aspect of your life. If you just do this, there's something you're powerless over, yeah. you know. And if you don't believe in this concept of, you know, God like the long-haired, sandaled-wearing guy, you know, you got to believe that there's something bigger than you. Yeah. you got to believe that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Take a look at nature. Right, know? right. Go yeah, to the beach. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so kind of, I just, you know, and so what I try to tell him is, look, if what we're looking at now are facts, right? Just look at the facts. This book was written all this time ago. You know for a fact that there's millions of people who have gotten sober and stayed sober just not even having the opportunity to go to a treatment center like this, mm. but just by following the the steps of the big book and just living your life like that. There, mm. There's got to be something to that. Yeah. Surrender and acceptance. Those yeah. are my two things. And there are a number of outside AA meetings that you take the women to? We go to a meeting twice a day. We facilitate two meetings every day, one at noon and one at night. And that's here on the campus? No, outside. Oh, outside. Twelve-step okay. meetings. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, our program is founded in the 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, mm -hmm. and so that's the majority of meetings we go to. But I do throw in a NA meeting mm -hmm. every now and then. Once the girls get to a different level of treatment, they can go to whatever meetings they want to go to. They don't have to go with us. They have certain hours off campus they can do that. 
But so we have mostly AA meetings, but a couple NA meetings in there. And if I could get a an Al-Anon or a CODA, you know, I try to do that too because mm-hmm. every good alcoholic is also a good codependent, you think? I have found. <laughs> and so we do that uh, twice a day, every day, so they can get in 13 to 14 meetings a week. That's And that's to get them, you know, like some, like I'll hear from somebody, look, I came 3,000 miles away. Why do I need to go to meetings here? I'm just going to have to go home and right. go to different meetings. Or why do I have to get a sponsor? We right. also encourage oh, yeah, that they get yeah. a sponsor yes. when they're here. Because um, we want them working the steps with the sponsor, right, right. right? And you also want to get them to be able to ask someone to be a sponsor, right? Just to go through that, right? And call, you know, get numbers of other yeah, women of and course. call other women yeah. and do things like that. And that way, here you can practice that here, mm-hmm. so that when you do go back home three thousand miles away, you aren't going to be afraid. Yeah. To step up and say, I need a sponsor. Because you will know, even if it was only 30 days, yeah. you'll know what that meant to you when you were here. Right. Recovery life skills. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, I have a really good care coordinator that teaches really good um, meeting etiquette on the way to the meeting. She's given them all the rules, you know. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. If nice. you got a dollar for cigarettes, you better put a dollar in that basket. Nice, nice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. great. Uh, Marilee Green is the program manager, New, Direc- New Directions for Women. What would you like to say to someone about New Directions for Women and something that maybe they don't know about this facility? What I would say is that the staff, the women that are working with the women who mm-hmm. come into treatment, every single one of them that is on our staff right now is passionate about what they do. Yeah. Therein is the difference. They really, really want these women to get sober and stay sober. And it's not, I don't know of any one of them that is doing it because it puts a feather in their cap or that it's an ego booster for them because they get to go home and say, I saved somebody's life today. What we know every day is that someone steps into our life and we're stepping into their life and that one day they might hear our voice mm-hmm. or see our face and that might make a difference. You know, But but even if that doesn't happen, they we get to participate in their journey, right? And we're all so passionate what about it. It is. Yeah, yeah, we're blessed. We're blessed to be able to get to do this. And to know that recovery happens. Mm -hmm. It happens. You know, I I just got a message from somebody the other day that was celebrating her 10th birthday. And I've only been there 11 years, so she was one of my first group of girls, right? And she said, I just want you to know that I'm taking my 10-year chip. And there's nothing better. Yeah. Nothing better than that. Nothing better indeed. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining us. Merrily Green, Program Manager, New Directions for Women. I wish you continued success one woman at a time. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. I'm Neil Scott, Programs Recovery Coast to Coast. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Thank you for calling AAA. How can I help you? Oh, great. Hi, we've got a major malfunction going on here. What's the problem, sir? Well, the problem is that some friends and I decided to go whitewater rafting down this river just outside of town. Sounds adventurous. Yeah, well, it was until one of us who kept his keys in his pocket lost them, hello, <laughs> when he fell, uh, oh, I'm sorry, was thrown out of the raft by some supposed tidal wave. Real big. <laughs> oh, so you're locked out. Well, we were until our friend Brian came out with an extra set of keys. So you're not locked out? Uh, no. 
but Brian is. Nice job, Brian. The genius locked his keys in the car when he got out to give us our extras. Bummer. Exactly. Well, tell Brian to hang tight, and we'll be right out. Oh, you are the best. See, I told you, man. They're the best. At AAA, we understand it's never just the lockout. That's why we're dedicated to helping you with quick personal service to get you moving again. AAA. We're not just about cars. We're about you. Call 1-800-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com. Join now and get $10 off a basic membership. You knew you couldn't go on like this. Alcohol was ruining your life. But there was no way you could take time away from work to get help. Until now. Sundown Am Ranch Outpatient Program fits your schedule and it works. Sundown Am Ranch, located outside of Yakima, Washington, offers individual, group, and family counseling, plus relapse prevention services. Their nationally recognized drug and alcohol treatment programs will put you on the road to recovery. Get your life back on track. Go online at www.sundown.org to learn more. What a strange way to meet On a train ride bound for recovery Welcome back once again. Recovery Coast to Coast, the only program in America on the air five nights a week, two hours a night. Talking about addiction with a focus on recovery. We are taking the show on the road tonight, and we're delighted to have you join us down here in Costa Mesa, California, at New Directions for Women. They've been helping over, get this, 5,000 women helping them find their way into recovery since back in 1977. It is a place where recovery becomes reality. New Directions for Women. You can find them online at newdirectionsforwomen.org, on Twitter at NDFW, and on Facebook as well. Tricia Miles is joining us in this segment. She's a primary therapist here at New Directions for Women. She is on the front lines of treatment and the front lines of recovery. Tricia, welcome to Recovery Coast Thank to Coast. You. Thank you, man. Tell me about what it's like to work in this environment here. Well, to work at New Directions for Women is... Um, it's healing for me as well mm. because uh, you see women come in broken, scared, and ready to run. And in a short amount of time, most of the time, you start seeing them relax and that they have hope that their life is going to be different when they leave those doors. So. And then when they leave, whether that's 30, 60, 90 days, even longer, mm -hmm. uh, my guess is they probably don't want to leave just as they didn't want to come in. Yes, a lot of them do that. It's lots of tears. They always leave their contact information, and we hear from them. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. really um, heartwarming, you yeah. know, to see them um, not want to go, yeah, especially yeah. when they came in kicking and screaming. Yeah, because they've surrounded themselves in the arms of love. Yes. It's just so evident. And then when they leave, of course, they will always be a member of the extended family yes. of New Directions yes. for Women. This is not a treat and release facility no. where you're worried about the filling the next empty bed. Correct, because we have alumni yeah. functions at, yeah. at once a week, and so um, some of them come back give back to yeah. the women that are still here. Because you don't get cured in treatment. You no. don't get cured from alcoholism or addiction at all. It no. is a process. Most and definitely. you manage that recovery. And you folks give these women the necessary tools with which to manage their recovery and yes. move forward with their lives. For a long time, alcohol or drugs or whatever other addiction that they have mm -hmm. has been the coping mechanism that they've used to yeah. handle their emotions and life. And so giving them positive coping skills that they can use that are beneficial for their lives and for their family lives always makes a difference. For these women, addiction has been a full-time job. Yes, yeah. yes. It, it is. It becomes, you know, I always tell them, you know, it's like it, it's okay. 
a lot of them have a problem with admitting that they like the effects of alcohol yeah. and drugs. And the thing is, is that, of course, you like the effects. Course, absolutely. That, they were friends for a long yeah, time until long, they weren't. Time. Exactly. And then that, that friendship, that relationship starts taking over other parts of their lives, yeah. other relationships. Yeah. And then when they get out of treatment to go into some sort of a, a recovery community, whether it's here in Southern California mm-hmm. or, or regardless of where it is, to be with, with the winners, to be with new people, to be with people who are working the solution. They say the only thing you need to change is everything. Everything, <laughs> that's everything. right. The and, and so often and, when you go back to the same people, places, and things, mm-hmm. th- there can be trouble. Yes, uh, and a lot of them have a, a hard time with coming to the realization that everything is going to change. Yeah. Their friends, uh, where they hang out, and, right. and stuff like that. But once they recognize that AA or NA or whatever a self-help group that they go to is everywhere that mm-hmm. they go, then they feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. They can find people just like them. They have instant friends. No matter where no you matter are, where they are, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, exactly. You got, you got recovery. Trisha Miles joining us. She's a primary therapist at New Directions for Women. You know, it's not just treating the women here. It is treating uh, families, I mean, the the women who have children, the women who are going to have children, treating women in any trimester, Mm -hmm. and the fact that there have been over a hundred babies born Mm -hmm. here. Yes, yes, and we love the babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get my fix at at, uh, work. Um, The thing is, is that some of them come here and find out that they're pregnant, too, you know, and so the whole thing with the children is that it's a safe place, it's a nurturing place, and they get to see their, their mothers go from hysterically crazy sometime to actually calm and and they get to experience their mothers getting better at yeah, the same time yeah. Yeah. and it's a holistic approach to treatment it's physical it's mm-hmm. emotional it's spiritual mm-hmm. uh meditation yes. here and, and calm the women down mm-hmm. uh, acupuncture acupuncture mm-hmm. it's and again it's all unique to the individual yes. who is going through treatment correct it's again not not just the cookie cutter no not at all program. because for some of the women that come in really anxious mm-hmm. who are like used to taking benzo yeah, yeah. For that. We have a biosound lounge chair. Oh, really? Yes, yes. And they get in that and they come out like, okay, wow, I feel so much better. Holy smokes. Yeah. I did, I, yeah, something new I learned about New Directions <laughs> yes. for Women. Wow. Yes. Yeah, and they like that, that chair a lot. You give them the chair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the chair. Yeah, it's the good chair. The, the but good, they, yeah, the but good we chair. ask them, would you like the chair? And, like, and they act like that's the kind of chair we're talking about when we first <laughs> mentioned it. Once they get in there, yeah. they, they come out feeling a whole yeah. lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the family program. We have one on Saturdays, um, every Saturday, where the families come and learn the matrix model of addiction and uh, recovery. And then we have a group process. Now, the the best part of having the family come to the session is that there's a lot of families that have no clue about this disease. And mm-hmm. if they don't mm-hmm. have it themselves, yeah. the, the main thing is just stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah, what's the big just deal? Stop. Just, just, just stop. Just stop. Or, you, know. right. you have some willpower. Right, right. So they get to come in and they learn about addiction as a disease and they learn that it really has nothing to do with them. You know, because at the end of the day, it really is not how you raised, who raised you or whatever, that it is a disease and has to be treated every day as if they had diabetes or something else. Right. They have to manage the disease. Right. So the families families come in and they actually are always thankful when they leave. Like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, now I see how I can be of help. And yeah. it's basically like getting out of the way right. <laughs> and right. getting into their own treatment. So we teach them about Al Anon and Naranon, and um, we um, 
We you give, you give them the tools yes. as well as the women the Correct. tools. Correct. You get a running start if you can follow the directions and use the tools. Exactly. But uh, you know, families uh, oftentimes are uh, as sick or even sicker yes. than the yes. primary. Yes. Yeah, Sometimes primary they can come more like, oh, okay, I see yeah, where that yeah. came from. But the thing is, is that they also leave with hope. Like, like their loved one can get yeah. better and I can get better too. Yeah. You know, yeah. they then some of them come in and recognize, wow, I didn't know I was as sick as I was. Yeah. I thought it was just her. You know? Now, what happens when people go through treatment uh, here at New Directions for Women and that they may live in oh, Chicago or New York or another part of the country, another part of the world for, for that matter? Well, at this moment right now, I think we are in discussion about having the family series available online. Oh. We're in talks about that, but uh, we do have family sessions with them via um, telephone conference right. with their patient and their family and we can do conference calls and you know wherever they are and we try to help them that way as well and then um, I personally will talk to uh, family individuals one-on-one it, whether it's mm -hmm. over the phone or whatever to, to try to get them on the road to recovery as well. What have you learned, Tricia, and if you're just joining us, Tricia Miles, uh, primary therapist here at New Directions for Women is joining us. What have you learned in your time here at New Directions? What I've learned is that that the disease affects the whole family from before birth to after birth. Mm -hmm. What I learned is that women need so much support because it's really hard to handle babies and your addiction and think about getting a job. And, you know, I always thought that um, just getting sober by yourself and with AA is okay, but that it is okay to say that you need help. And and to have all your children with you, yeah. it doesn't have to be separated. Yeah, yeah. And, and recovery is more than just stopping drinking, yes. stopping using. Yeah, yeah. It's most definitely more than that. Yeah, yeah. And I've also learned that uh, a lot of the family members want the patient to get better, want the person served to get better, and don't recognize that they're still sick too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned that a lot too. You know, they want you to fix them. Right. Right. And send them home. Yeah. You know? Quickly, and, quickly, yeah, please. Yeah. Get, uh, them, get them fixed and send yeah. them home and. And they've done none of the work. So yeah. I learned that I have to spend a lot of time with the family as well. Yeah, so education yeah. is really yeah. education paramount. Education is key. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. And it he is. who is convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you keep you got to keep working exactly. on it. Exactly. If you can get that woman sober and then she becomes the lightning rod and mm -hmm. and people look and say, wow, this she really is a different person. Mm -hmm. She's, she's you know, rediscovered her inner self, yes. which is so in incredibly important. Yeah. Trisha Miles, primary therapist here at New Directions for Women. She has really been an angel to these women. And I have a friend of mine who wrote a song called uh, We Are Each Other's Angels. And the chorus is, we are each other's angels. We meet when it is time. Mm -hmm. We keep each other going and we show each other signs. You have been an angel to many, many women. I thank you for that. Thank you, man. Tricia Miles, Primary Therapist, New Directions for Women. I'm Neil Scott, the program Recovery Coast to Coast. We're going to take a short time out. Back with more right after this. You have been listening to Part 1 of Recovery Coast to Coast, broadcasting from Clear Channel Studios in Seattle, Washington, carried live on KHHO AM850 in Tacoma, Washington, and heard nationally in streaming audio at www.recoverycoasttocoast.org. For more information about future programs, please visit www.recoverycoasttocoast.org, where you can listen to download, or podcast our last five shows, as well as find information on upcoming programs.
This is KHHO AM 850 in Tacoma, Washington, broadcasting from Clear Channel Studios in Seattle. Welcome to Recovery Coast to Coast, broadcasting from Clear Channel Studios in Seattle, Washington. Two hours of interviews and features, plus questions and comments about this one-day-at-a-time adventure in personal recovery as we share experience, strength, and hope with others so that they may recover from alcohol and other drug and behavioral addictions. And now, Recovery Coast to Coast is on the air. Here's your host, Neil Scott. Welcome back once again, Recovery Coast to Coast, the only program in America on the air five nights a week, two hours a night, talking about addiction with a focus on recovery. We are on the road. We're broadcasting from one of the oldest and most successful gender-specific treatment programs in America. It's New Directions for Women in Costa Mesa, California, where recovery becomes reality. By the way, you can find them online at newdirectionsforwomen.org. You can follow them on Twitter at NDFW and, of course, New Directions for Women on Facebook as well. Joining us in the segment is Dan Carasino. Dan's a board member. He is a pretty amazing guy, and you may recognize the name. He was involved in a major project producing a documentary on Bill Wilson. Bill W. came out, I believe it was in the spring of 2012. Dan was uh, one of the directors of that film. Dan, welcome to Recovery Coast to Coast, and thank you for what you've done with that film. Well, thank you very much for having me on the air, Neil. I really appreciate it. Brief background on the film. It was a labor of love for you for many, many years in putting this together, and if you have not seen it, how can people find it? They can find it on Amazon, or you can get it on iTunes or on uh, Amazon Instant Video. Uh, we have a website, page124.com. There's a page on there where you can find where it is. But we're really excited. Over the last year, we've been re-editing the film to get it onto PBS. And we just learned last week that it will be broadcast in October in Southern California and then just picked up by other stations during wow. that same month. So we're really excited about what What we're really happy about is that when we were editing the film, the very last thing that we had to remove from, from the film because we couldn't get it to work was a section on Al-Anon. Oh. And, and yeah. as you know, Al-Anon is very important to recovery. A lot of people actually get into recovery themselves by going through Al-Anon. For the people who are not familiar with Al-Anon, is, Al-Anon is for the members and the families and the friends of people who are suffering from addiction. It's not necessarily for people suffering from addiction directly themselves. They sort of suffer from it indirectly. We always wanted to include it in the film, but when we were testing audiences, you just know when you've lost the audience. And, and any time we, whatever, every time we cut it, no matter what we did, we would just see the audience sort of check out. But what happened subsequent to the film, the film was released in 2012, so it's been several years. We found a audio recording of Lois Wilson from 1952. It was one, it's the earliest recording by far that we have of her, mm. where she speaks very beautifully about Al-Anon and her involvement, and it's only one year old at that point, so she has a much younger voice, a much more youthful voice. I think we were able to get it this time, so wow. we're very excited to include that. So even if you have seen the film before, there's added footage coming up. There's a, yeah, we had to add about 15 minutes to the film. It was very, very interesting. The running time on the film just turned out to be right in the middle between the two times that PBS was giving us. So the question was, and they were saying to us, well, you'll probably reach a larger audience if you can make this shorter. And we tried to make it shorter, but what happened was that 
every time we remove something, we realize, well, if we remove that, then nobody's going to know what we're talking about five minutes from now. We ended up adding 15 minutes. What it allowed us to do was we removed a narrator that we had gone to as a technique towards the very end to shorten the film for the theatrical release. And by removing that, we were actually able to get Bill Wilson to tell more of the story. Um, we were able to include some more things that, that we hadn't included before. It's a great film, and photographs that you found, and there's a whole story behind that we don't have time to get into today, but I'd like to have you back on the radio show to talk about the making of Bill W. If we can do that, we can do that by phone at some point. I'd be very happy to do that. Thank you for your interest. Dan Carasino joining us tonight. Uh, again, we are down here at New Directions for Women. Dan, how long have you been on the board, and what brought you here to do this service work? I have a family member who suffers from addiction, who's now in recovery. She invited me to a lunch at New Directions about, I would think it was like 18 years ago now. So we donated some money. It was sort of being run by a different executive director than the current executive director here. Um, a good person, slightly different vision. She had to move on, and then they brought in another person. A friend of mine cornered me in a grocery store one day, and I have a background in business. I had run a business for about 15 years. She said to me, I mean, she literally cornered me in the grocery store, and she said, you have got to get on the board for New Directions because... They need somebody with some business sense. They have, a, they have very good people there, a lot of lawyers, and they, they need somebody with some business sense. <laughs> so, so I got on the board here about 12 years ago. One of the first things we did was we went out and we recruited the current executive director, Becky Flood. She was in New Jersey at the time. She, she, she really, yeah, she yeah. was in New Jersey at Seabrook House. Yeah. And she'd been there a number, I think she was there for over 20 years. She and her husband... I remember having a meeting with them at dinner, and I said to them, listen, I have to tell you very frankly that a startup would probably be easier than what I'm asking you to walk into here. And it wasn't so much, I mean, the care was still good here. It was just that there were certain things that were, that had occurred. It was just over time. Sure. You know, Becky came here, and we just recently completed a renovation on the main building. I, th I really believe it's the most beautiful recovery place for women in in the country. I mean, it's just a beautiful, beautiful place and personal. What makes it so successful, Dan? I think it is that personal thing. I think all the women here, I think they know what the mission is. It is about transforming life, women's lives one day at a time. I'll tell you one really amazing story. They tailor the treatment to the specific case. It's not Kentucky Fried Treatment. No, no. <laughs> I, I've never heard that term before, but no, it's not. There was a woman who had been in a number of treatment facilities. This was a number of years ago, and I think the situation has gotten even more difficult for people who are not familiar. You know, you have a loved one who's suffering from addiction. You want to get them into recovery, right? So if you're watching late-night television, it's like, bring us, you know, bring them here, and we promise recovery, right? We, right. Prom we guarantee, right? Anybody who knows anything about recovery, it's... Like, no, that's not how it works. So anyway, this woman had been to a number of places. Whether it was good fortune or bad fortune, her family had money, and they were putting her in these places where they would pay a lot of money, and she wouldn't last four days. Mm -hmm. And these places would keep the money, and they would just keep putting her in place after place. So she got here. The team here recognized that what she needed was a sobriety coach. She needed somebody with her 24 hours a day to get her through that initial period. Whereas she'd only been able to play, stay at places for a week at most. I, I, don't, I don't even think she ever stayed more than four days at a place. 
She was here for 90 days. I don't know if she's had continuous sobriety. I know she's sober today. Uh, and, yeah, it's really, it's nice. one of those great stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. nice, nice. And, and that's, and that's it, yeah. it's tough. When people go through treatment, there's a misconception that you go through for 30 days, 60 days, even 90 days, and you're well. No, you, that's the beginning of a lifelong process of recovery that takes recovery management for the rest of your life, much like a diabetic and medical management of that disease. It's not just go into treatment, get out of treatment, and you're well. It's an ongoing process. And, and this is something that has impressed me about New Directions for Women in terms of their continuing care once they leave here and once they head out on that road to recovery. There really is a, a great network the women an alumni association where they can continue mm -hmm. to be in touch with each other. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And there's some great AA in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Back to your story about that person that went to a number of treatment centers and left very quickly. And then you said the word team here. You know, a treatment center is not about how beautiful the facility is. It's about the people who love the facility and work in the facility as a team. Show me a, a program that has long-term staff that care. I show you a successful treatment program like New Directions for Women. The staff here is really an excellent team. Neil, you're hitting it. That's yeah. exactly right. Tell me about your experiences on the board. Has that been a good experience for you? It's been a fantastic experience for me. I just went through a great training thing with it's a group called Alchemy on even making your board better. Mm. And we have a very active board, a 17-member board. A lot of people are very active and bring different skill sets into it, business people, people in recovery, doctors. It's a, it's a really great mix, young people, older people. And again, Becky, I think, did a great job of building that. We have, we have two boards, actually. We have a board that's the operating board, and then we have a board that's a foundation board. It's funny, I'm, I'm the chair of the foundation board, which is somewhat ironic because foundation boards are about strictly about raising money. When I was in business, my business partner put into the agreement that I was forbidden to be on the sales floor. I was, I was, the, I was, I was like, oh no, here comes the deal killer again. I gave him advance warning. It's, it's all worked out okay. It, it, we've got some great people on the foundation board too. I, it's funny, having gone through the training, I don't know that I would have two boards now. I think it's the responsibility of boards, especially for a nonprofit and New Directions is a nonprofit. You have to be about raising money. Every member has to be committed to that. Right. Because give, give, get, or get off. Yeah, it's give and get. Yeah. You, you, so you know that you know that you know the terminology. So I, I just learned that terminology myself. I knew the give part, the get part was. Uh, yeah. Maybe that speaks to why I was forbidden from the sales floor. <laughs> Dan Carasino joining us on Recovery Coast to Coast. You've been on the board 18 years? No, I've been on the board for about 12 years. Okay. I've been involved here for about 18, 18 just years. donating to yeah. it. And like I said, my friend Ruth yeah. cornered me in that store. What's the goal of the board going forward? Well, we have a six-year plan or a six-phase plan. We've just completed our second phase of it to completely upgrade the campus. And, it's, and, and upgrade is the wrong word. It's sort of to fulfill a new vision. Or, or an extended vision of it. The first thing we did is we acquired two homes right in the neighborhood, beautiful homes, so that we could take the main building, which houses uh, 18 women, and renovate that. So we just finished that. So we're through the first two phases, and those were the two, as a board member, the ones that gave me the greatest angst. When you're, when you're <laughs> taking 18 beds offline, we, we got through it really, really well. We had a, another good year. Um, a lot of women got healthy here. And we were able to 
you know, maintain the same level of care while we were undergoing it. And now the women, I said to number, a number of the women on the staff here, when we were going through the building, I said, I'm a little concerned that this is so nice that the women aren't going to want to leave, you know. <laughs> but we want to also build, the next phase of it is that we want to build a large facility for the children. One of the things that New Directions for Women does that very few facilities do, I, I heard recently there's one in Maine and us, or at least there was one in Maine. We take women with young children mm. because one of the barriers to recovery for women is that they don't want to leave their young children behind. A, a number of women, unfortunately, lose custody of their children, so they'll come here to get back the custody of the children. But the women who have their children, uh, they want to be able to keep them. So we want to build a facility. We have it now. We have a, one, of the, one of the buildings on camp can house six women and, I think, 12 children. Our vision is to build a much larger building that can have daycare for up to 80 children so that even women, after they come through, can leave the children here, women in the community can br bring their children by um, and know that they're in a safe environment. We, we, had our, uh, we have our fundraiser, and a woman spoke at the breakfast that we had, and she was a child. And she spoke so, it was really very interesting to hear a child's point of view because her mother was living in hotels. You know, she was, are you okay, mom? Are you okay, mom? Are you okay, mom? You know? Mm. And yeah, so it was really. There's really something. It is truly an amazing program, New Directions for Women in Costa Mesa, California, and uh, Dan Caracino is a member of the board, an active member of a very active board. Dan, thank you for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Neil. I'm Neil Scott, the program Recovery Coast to Coast, on the road in Costa Mesa at a wonderful treatment program, and we're going to hear more about uh, the things that are going on at New Directions for Women when we come right back. Short break, right back. I'm Neil Scott, Recovery Coast to Coast. These days, we talk about everything. I've been sober now one year, three days, and counting. My sister was restructured at work after 10 years. Welcome to the new normal and the cards for the new normal. New Journeys cards from Hallmark. My girlfriend sent me a card that said I'm really something to celebrate. Encouragement cards for all the stuff we face today. I actually found a card that says sorry you lost your job. Journeys. New cards with real words for real life. Only at today's Hallmark Gold Crown stores. Are you afraid? Afraid of life without drugs and alcohol? Well, you know, there is help and there is hope at Sundown M Ranch. They'll focus on you and your disease and you'll discover the dependence on drugs and alcohol is not living at all. Sundown M Ranch is a nationally recognized alcohol and drug addiction treatment center outside of Yakima, Washington. They'll help you reclaim your life and transform your fears into hope. Take the first step right now. Go online at www.sundown.org. Your daughter's wasted. Again. You ignore it. You get help. Before long, she's been arrested. Before long, she's been promoted. You post bail. You congratulate her. And then her addiction really takes and off. And then her career really takes off. She stops in from time to time for she money. She stops in from time to time for coffee. But then it's right back to the street. But then it's right back to the office. Years later, the police stop by. Years later, your daughter and son-in-law stop by. They've got bad news. They've got good news. She's gone. She's expecting. You cry. Choose to help a loved one struggling with drugs or alcohol. It could change everything. For more information or help, call 800-662-9111. We welcome you back to Recovery Coast to Coast, the only program in America on the air five nights a week, two hours a night. 
Talking about addiction with a focus on recovery, if you are a first-time listener, we certainly welcome you. If you have been here before, we welcome you back. We're going to take you on the road tonight down here to Costa Mesa, California. It's the site of New Directions for Women. They have been helping over 5,000 women find their way into recovery since back in 1977. New Directions for Women, where recovery for women is reality. If you want to find out more about the program, I want to give you the website and all of that. It's newdirectionsforwomen.org. You can follow them on Twitter at NDFW, and you can find them on Facebook as well. Tanya Bhattacharya is joining us uh, in this segment. She is the Director of Development and Public Relations. She's been with New Directions for Women since back in 2009. And let's start with development. It's a simple word for a very difficult and challenging job, which is to bring in new money, which some would say, why do you have to bring in money? I mean, treatment is is, is not free. It costs money to go through treatment. Why the extra need for capital in, in, in a development program? Well, what we found is that women get well when they're able to stay for an extended period of time, for a long period of time. And with, re, you know, reducing reimbursement rates from insurance, you know, just different variables, people are not able to pay for the full cost, of the duration of care they need to fully recover. And so our average length of stay for our women with children is six months. Wow. And, right. So that's six months away. Insur- from, no way insurance is going to pay for six right. months. No way. That's right. And in many cases, that's six months away from your job. And so we believe very strongly about giving women an opportunity to offset the cost of care so they can stay for however long they need to, to fully recover for a lifelong recovery journey, mm-hmm. not just a quick fix. We don't want them to come back in, in a month. We want them to stay well and get the tools that they really need for a lifetime of recovery. And the research uh, that I've seen over the years is the, the longer people stay in treatment, in, in, the, in the initial phase of treatment, because let's face it, I mean, recovery is a lifelong process. When you leave here, it's not like you take your car in and it gets fixed. You have to work a program of recovery further down the road. So the better your head start here, the better your chances of experiencing long-term recovery. And and you like to do everything you can to, to make a woman stay here as fruitful as possible. That's absolutely right. And we raise money in a variety of different ways from Repeat Boutique, our thrift store. Actually, I don't want to call it a thrift store. It's really a high-end resale boutique where we get donations from all over Orange County and all of the funds generated from that store goes directly to our scholarship fund. And not only that, but our women can go and pick up an outfit for a job interview or any kind of professional activity. It really gives back to the women. They're also able to go and get job skills, retail skills. Actually, one of our alumni started volunteering there one time a week. After she left treatment with us, she actually ended up getting a job at Victoria's Secret because she was able to put her experience wow. from from her um, time at Repeat Boutique yeah, on the yeah, resume. Yeah. So special. You know, I, I often wonder about treatment programs and what makes them unique. And obviously, the Repeat Boutique is a very unique aspect, not only in terms of bringing in money, but being part of the treatment process, if you will. I, I noticed that volunteers can go and they can teach resume writing and they can do other things and skills that maybe women don't have or need to be refreshed. It's a marvelous way to you know, extend that recovery process. That's absolutely right. And I've seen a woman go from coming to the store, being very shy, not wanting to talk to any customers, hiding in the back, and enjoying the processing because that can be sort of meditative. Yeah. Towards the end of her treatment, after maybe even 90 days of once a week working at the boutique, to being a totally different person, being a greeter, and having a huge smile on their face, and telling people about their recovery, and really being a beacon of hope for all of the customers that come in. Because you never know what some 
somebody walking into that store is going through. Yeah. And to see someone going through such an incredible transformation can be really healing yeah. for somebody else. It's, it's a room full of role models is what it is. That's right. Yeah. Tanya Bhattacharya is joining us on Recovery Coast to Coast, Director of Development and Public Relations. You also work in grant development, I assume, and, and it, it's tough to raise money in this field. You know, it is. And this is interesting because New Directions was my first job. I've been here for oh, seven years. Wow. I started working here when I was a senior at UC Irvine studying psychology. It's very interesting because when I was going through school, even though I was getting a degree in psychology, I didn't really know about this field, this industry, this helping work and about recovery. I myself am not somebody in recovery. I just never had that allergy. I was very blessed. And so when I came in for my interview, you know, I came in for, um, I was applying for the assistant to the development director. I was here for a tour and I saw somebody who's a classmate of mine at UC Irvine. We'd had many classes together. We had had psych classes together and she was incredible. We had worked on projects together. She was quite a role model. I mean, she was amazing. And I thought she was my competition for the position. <laughs> oh, wow. But in actuality, she was there in residential treatment. And when she saw me, she really opened up to me oh. in that moment and just said, you know, I know that we knew each other, but I was just, I, was, I had a face on. I had my mask on. Oh. I really didn't know how to live a healthy life. And here I'm learning how to get my life back. I'm learning how to live on a schedule. I'm learning how to make my bed in the morning. Accountability. Accountability. And so that was a huge eye-opener for me. And since that moment, seven years ago, I've really been passionate about getting into the, out into the community and talking to people like, like I used to be that have this misconception about what addiction is. You know, addiction is very much an equal opportunity destroyer. It affects mm. the rich and the poor, the young and the old, the Really, everybody from any walk of life. And it's a full-time job, addiction is. It is. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah. And so I get really excited about getting out into rotary clubs and different volunteer groups and just different groups of community members and talking to them about what New Directions for Women is and what our women are able to go through here. And, and you're shining a spotlight, Tanya, on the other side of addiction. I did a telethon years ago, and, and a theme I developed for that was the bright side of addiction is recovery. People, when they think of addiction or alcoholism, they think of the still sick and suffering. They think of their aunt or their family member or their their coworker or the guy in Skid Row or you know the addict with a needle in his arm. They don't realize that there's another side that when people find their way into recovery, that the door opens up to an incredible world where anything is possible. That's absolutely amazing. And I think that our alumni, we've had over 5,000 women come through our door yeah. since 1977. And our alumni are an incredible set of ambassadors, not just for New Directions, but for recovery. For recovery, yes. And we have volunteer events, and our alumni are going to be out doing a back bay cleanup. There's a beautiful nature preserve just a block from our campus, and they'll be out there beautifying their space. Mm -hmm. We do many different... Um, service work. Service work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all about giving back. It was yeah. so freely given yeah. to us. Back to the development area. Is there a way that you see for women, alumni certainly being part of it, to give back personally, financially? I, I believe and have always believed that in this disease that 
people who have this disease have an inherent responsibility to support the fight against the disease from which they're recovering. If you had heart disease, you would probably give financially every year to the Heart Association. If you were a diabetic, it would be the Diabetes Association. Yet when people find recovery, they go through treatment, they sober up, they don't give back financially. There's got to be some way that they can do that. And I know a number of treatment programs, and I'm not sure if New Directions for Women is one, that, that looks at wills and bequests. The reality is that you know nobody gets out of here alive. And to be able to leave something, a legacy, and every time I look in the newspaper and I see so-and-so has passed away, in lieu of flowers, please send a donation to, and I would love to see, send a donation to New Directions for Women uh, or another organization in the field. There's got to be a way that we can involve more. That's right, and that's why we're so into having tours, having, yeah. you know, being very open about all the different ways that people can support us with their time, talent, and treasure. And what we have found is that our alumni and our family members are very supportive. You know, I have seen that in lieu of flowers, yeah. please support New Directions. And that is, although oftentimes that's a very tragic incident, it's very wonderful that funds and resources can be diverted to, towards New Directions for Women. And our alumni and families have been very supportive throughout the years. Mm. We have uh, the Pamela Wilder Scholarship Fund that we raise money for so that our women and children are able to offset the cost of their care. Tell our listeners who Pam was. Pamela Wilder was one of our three founders, and she stood up during a meeting of the Newport Beach Junior League wow. in 1977. Can you imagine? Wow. And she stood up during a you know, in front of this large room of people and identified herself as a female alcoholic in recovery and asked for their help in creating a place where women could come and get help with dignity and grace because there really was no place in Orange County like that. They really supported her. They rallied behind her. They got the support of the county. And 40 years later, we've really been able to stay true to her vision, even expanding to be able to serve women with children and pregnant women. And this particular program treats pregnant women in any trimester of their pregnancy. Over a hundred healthy babies wow. were born to mothers living in our program. The most recent baby <sighs> being a Christmas miracle, being oh. born right on Christmas. And that's my most favorite thing is seeing, literally I've gotten to see babies come to live at New Directions just after birth, and then they come back year after year to our alumni events. And I literally get to see them grow up. And there's nothing that's a bigger honor than that for me. Mm -hmm. To see healthy babies born to a sober mom, mom and child learning how to do this recovery thing together and just, you know, living a beautiful life of recovery. Mm -hmm. We had one of the first children that ever lived on our campus. She was also the oldest at the time. She was 11 years old when she came to live at New Directions for Women. And she was extremely angry about having to leave behind her friends and live in this, you know, center life really turned around for her while she was here. Pamela Wilder's daughter, Allison, came here with clothes for her and played with her. We took her down to the local YMCA and played basketball with her. She learned that she was in a safe, stable, caring, tranquil environment for the first time in her life. Even though she had been held back due to the tumultuousness that she was in, she ended up graduating valedictorian of her high school. She's now in law school. Oh, wow. This last year, she um, she's a member of a club at her law school, and she she got that club to come in with and donate toys for our children. 
So the circle of life and the circle of love just keeps continuing. It keeps growing and growing. And it really is the bright side of addiction recovery, which is ongoing, which is progressive. And once in recovery, anything is possible. That's right. Anything is possible. What have you learned since you've been here, Tanya? Gosh, the biggest thing that I've learned really is that and I've said it before, but just that addiction is such an equal opportunity destroyer. And when I go out and I talk about addiction to the community and I ask people to raise their hands if they have a loved one that's suffering from addiction, and just about every single person raises their hand, it's truly an epidemic that is ravaging our country. And I just think it's so important for people to talk about it, for there to be radio shows like mm-hmm. as, such as yours, so that people can hear about this and know that they're not the only ones suffering. And there right. is hope. They don't have to suffer in silence, in shame. There, there's, there's hope available. What makes this program unique? I think what makes New Directions for Women unique is the fact that we serve women only, and we've only ever served women exclusively. We're able to really um, approach the needs of women, body, mind, and spirit, holistically, um, including those that have children and those that are pregnant. And that's such a barrier for women um, accessing care. What are they going to do with the children? Um, you know, oftentimes women that fall into addiction are single mothers or, you know, the father isn't necessarily in the picture, not always, but sometimes. And so I think that to have a place where women could come and have this village of other women, of loving staff, of caring alumni to help look after that child and teach sober parenting is just so important, so important because we're breaking that generational hereditary cycle of addiction. You know, we're serving these mothers and children so those children don't grow up to be the next ones in our treatment program. Mm. Those children get to grow up and live an entire lifetime of recovery. The program started back in 1977. It's certainly one of the oldest and most well-respected and successful programs in the country for gender-specific treatment. And as you go around the, the, the Southland and around the state, around the country, What is it that you want people to know about New Directions for Women? I want people to know about New Directions for Women that above all else, we're a resource for the community. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we serve women of all ages, pregnant women in any trimester and women with their children. But because we've been around for 40 years, we um, intimately know the resources, not only in our neck of the woods, but nationally and more recently, even internationally. Mm -hmm. So just think of New Directions for Women. If you have a loved one that is suffering or if you yourself are suffering, we have caring admissions counselors that are available literally 24-7 to help. It takes a lot of courage to pick up that phone and ask for help. And so we just find it very important to make sure if you're not the best fit for us, that we walk you through the process. We're going to get you resources in your area or in our community that um, you can call and we'll walk you through that process. We'll call them ourselves. We'll let them know that you'll be calling. We'll make sure you get to where you need to go. And anywhere in the country, our, our listeners are, are in all 50 states. This is not just a California-based program. I mean, it's California-based, but not just a California program. You have people from all over the country, all over the world come here. We've had actually about five women who have come from outside of the country and that's just a huge honor and I wish that I could see them more often but you know we do get around to different national conferences as a part of our marketing that we do and so whenever we're in another part of the country we always take care to visit our alumni and our families in that area to see how they're doing take them to a meeting see if we can be supportive you know just see what they're up to. 
Tanya Bhattacharya is joining us tonight in Recovery Coast to Coast. Tell me about partnerships, perhaps, with corporations. Sure. That's a big part of what we do from the fundraising side. We just had our big fundraiser of the year. It's mm -hmm. called our Circle of Life Breakfast. It was at the Newport Beach Balboa Bay Club, and we had almost 400 community members join us. Mm -hmm. And a big part of why that event is successful is because of partnerships with the community and corporations. We had almost $40,000 in sponsorship from different Orange County and actually national corporations who find it valuable to support recovery, support this event, be in front of a group of like-minded philanthropic community members and just support new directions in that way. And we could not do the work that we do without community partnerships. So it's all about partnerships and families. And when we say family, it's not just the nuclear family, but it's the extended family. It's the neighbors. It's it's the co-workers. It's, it's all of the people that we deal with on an everyday basis. And I'm glad that you brought up neighbors because people ask us all the time, you know, Tell me about how you get along with your neighbors. I mean, you're in a residential area. The NIMBYs. The NIMBYs. Not my backyard. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But we really stretch ourselves to be good neighbors. We have an annual open house every single year. Actually, the first phase of our expansion was to purchase two homes on our street. And if we could have any two homes all up and down Costa Mesa, there were these two dream homes on our street. And we knew we wanted those homes, but they weren't for sale. But our realtor knocked on the door and explained what we were trying to do and you know, said we were with New Directions for Women. And the family that lived in their house um, had been to our open house, supported us, loved us, and said, I would love to sell my house to New Directions for Women, even though he, you know, it wasn't on the market at the time. And he reached out to the neighbor who um, was renting out the house. He wasn't living at the house at the time, but he also got his neighbor to agree to sell the house at the same time. So I, see, I view that as a God thing, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it just shows that we are very good neighbors and we are a part of the Costa Mesa community. And because we've been there for 40 years, we're one of the oldest neighbors. So we always make an effort to get to know our neighbors, be friends with our friends, and, you know, be the best at what we do. I get chills when you tell that story because uh, we hear so many of the other stories of of recovery homes, sober living places, trying to go into a neighborhood, and the neighbor saying, no, no, not here, not in my backyard. And, and to have that complete turnaround... I often say that there's no such thing in this field as a coincidence. It's a God incidence. And boy, that was amazing. It, was, it was truly amazing. I was pinching myself for yeah, months after that. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And and not it, just that, but we have self-help groups for the community yeah. held on our campus, and, and neighbors will attend that. So I view us as really a community resource. Absolutely. Tanya Bhattacharya joining us on Recovery Coast to Coast. She's the Director of Development here at New Directions for Women. She's been here since 2009. Not only carrying the message, but sending the message, and the message that Recovery works for women, and this is a great facility to be a part of that. Tanya, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Neil. I'm Neil Scott, the program Recovery Coast to Coast. Uh, we're going to take a short time out. We will be back with more down here in Costa Mesa at New Directions for Women. I lie to all my friends. I mean, I look right at my kids and lie to them. I make excuses to my family. I make excuses to the people at work. I hide the truth from everyone. Cover up at family holidays. You know, act as if everything is okay. Pretend I'm happy. Every day, I deceive everyone close to me. This man isn't addicted to drugs or alcohol. He's just addicted to covering up for someone who is. He thinks it helps, but it doesn't. Find out what does. For more information or help, call 800-662-9111. 
Nothing destroys young lives and tears families apart like chemical dependency. But you have the power to put the pieces back together again with one call to Sundown M Ranch. Sundown's nationally recognized program and professionally certified staff treat each individual teen with care and compassion. Safe, gender-separate, successful treatment. Sundown M Ranch helps put families back together. 1-800-326-7444. 1-800-326-7444. Call today. Welcome back once again, Recovery Coast to Coast, the only program in America on the air five nights a week, two hours a night, talking about addiction with a focus on recovery. Tonight we are taking you down to Southern California, Costa Mesa, to be accurate and specific, broadcasting from one of the oldest and most successful gender-specific treatment programs in America. New Directions for Women in Costa Mesa, California, where recovery becomes reality. You can find them online, newdirectionsforwomen.org. Follow them on Twitter at NDFW. And New Directions for Women, of course, you can find them on Facebook as well. Joining us in this segment is uh, a miracle, and we love to talk to miracles. Miracle Miranda. Miranda B. is uh, a woman in in long-term recovery, and and she came through the treatment here at New Directions. She is from uh, actually where I grew up my neck of the wood in the southern New England from uh, Quincy, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston. Miranda B. is joining us tonight on Recovery Coast to Coast. Welcome to the program. And uh, you have had quite the journey, have you not? I have. Holy yeah. smokes. <laughs> How did you wind up getting from Boston uh, all the way out to Southern California? You came out here for a reason, right? I did. I came out here um, for treatment. Ta-da! <laughs> Yes. And and you selected new <clears throat> directions for women. Um, my f- my family really did most of the selecting. Yeah, just... most of the uh, encouragement, yeah. right? Yeah. You yeah, will exactly. go, Miranda, and you will like it. And even <laughs> if you don't like it, you still will go. Yeah, it wasn't really more of a, it yeah. wasn't a question of liking. There was no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people go into treatment centers kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. The last thing they want to do in a bright, sunshiny day is do something about their drug use, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but once you get a part of the process and then you go through treatment and then suddenly it's time to leave and you realize that you have made a new family and it's often di- times difficult to go back into the real world once you leave treatment. So tell me your, about your experiences here at New Directions for Women. What was it like the first 24, 48 hours. <clears throat> oh my goodness, I actually have journal entry from my first 24 hours uh, at New Directions, uh, and uh, it uh. was, you know, a lot of bad language, <laughs> and I don't want to be here, and I didn't have my, my son there with me at that point, and I really didn't know if I should bring him. I was in pretty rough shape physically and emotionally. Did you detox? I did. I detoxed before I got to New Directions, mm-hmm. but I was still feeling, you know, physically and emotionally just run down. You had a young um, son, how old? Uh, he was five at the mm. time. So the plan was for him to come, but I was I was apprehensive about whether or not I should bring him there. And I, I mean, I was just so miserable being there at that point. I didn't know if I should bring him. Mm. Mm. And when did you make the decision? Uh, it wasn't that much longer. It was really only about a week. So I think once my the fog started to yeah, clear yeah, a little bit yeah. and I got used to my surroundings and met mm. some of the women, started to going going to the groups. You felt safe. I, I did. I felt safe. And the women in the house that I lived in, there was different houses. And the, I lived in the house with other mothers and their children. And they were so encouraging and so loving. And I thought, you know, how can this be bad? to have him here with these these other women that were just so beautiful and welcomed me with open arms. Yeah. So you're here for about a week or so. You make the decision. Mm-hmm. 
What about if your son was telling the story? How was it for him to get on a plane and fly to California and, and go into this treatment center or whatever the hell that is, not yeah. knowing? I'm lucky because I have family in Santa Barbara, so he went to stay with them oh, okay. for a couple of weeks. So, nice. so that was not so difficult. Then coming to New Directions, I think he was confused. Mm. I dragged him around with me a lot before we came out here, so he was kind of used to meeting new people and just mm. going where mom takes him. Yeah. This was definitely a more positive experience than that, and I think that he was really open to it. Mm. He was scared of the new people at first, but people were just, the staff and the other women that lived there just immediately loved him. Of course. And so the transition for him was pretty quick. He had free run of that place. Every woman there showered him with so much love. <laughs> Miranda B. is joining us tonight on Recovery Coast to Coast. What was life like for you, Miranda, before you came here and when you hit your bottom or when you hit your beginning, I guess, in the beginning being New Directions for Women? Talk about the last six months and how rough that was for you. I mean, I, I can't even call it life. It was just kind of existing. It was awful. Addiction I, I, out of control? Completely out of control. So I, I had stopped working because I couldn't work with and maintain my addiction. I couldn't go to, I'm a nurse and I couldn't go to work um, in the condition that I was in, so I wasn't working anymore. And addiction is a full time job? It absolutely is. Um, so then my full time job became how to make enough money mm. to support uh. my addiction and do the best I could to take care of my son at that time. Your parents played a significant role in your getting into treatment. They certainly did, yes. My my, my parents and my sisters. Mm. And were you resistant to that originally? Or did you know it's time? Yeah, I was ready. I had gotten into some pretty serious trouble. It was sort of the end of the road for me. It was like, you know, I didn't have a place to live anymore. I was mm. staying, staying at my dad's house for... A couple of weeks before I came out here so I didn't have a place I didn't have a job I didn't mm. have a car I was faced with losing custody of my my youngest child if I I didn't do something to change my situation so and I was tired I was I was tired of doing what I was doing how long were you here at New Directions for Women um, I was at New Directions for 90 days mm. During that time, I mean, after the first week, you, you had your son here, and that certainly, I'm sure, changed your, your attitude and made you a happier mom, obviously, <laughs> having your son here. But what about the struggles in getting through to that 90-day point? There was a lot of struggles. I mean, first of all, I will say that for sure having my son there was a, a huge motivating factor. I'm not sure that I would have been able to do it without him. I yeah. mean... I'm not sure that I would have stayed. He was a daily reminder of why I was doing what I was doing. Um, you know, to be able to have him there with me was just such an amazing blessing. I mean, there were struggles in the beginning, even just physically. I was still so tired and so run down. And then, you know, you go to these groups during the day and it's heart-wrenching. I mean, the stuff that you're talking about and dealing with and facing stuff that I haven't faced my entire life. Yeah. I was very nervous to how, you know, when I, when I thought about whether or not I should bring him, one of the issues was like, how am I going to do the work that I need to do and then pick him up from daycare at the end of the day and put a smile on my face. And actually, actually that wasn't a problem. It was like, you know, I'm going to talk about the things and, and let my mind go to these places that I've never allowed them to because they are so painful. 
And then I get to pick up my son and I look at his face and it's, it's just, this is why I'm doing this. Mm. And it just turned it all It turned it around for me and it, it made it possible. It made it possible for me to go to those places that I, in myself that I needed to visit mm. to be able to pick him up at the end mm. of the day. At the end of 90 <laughs> days and you transition out of uh, New Directions for Women, what was that like? Um... It was a little bit scary. I mean, I think that I was I was ready. Uh, <clears throat> I was resi- ready not to be in residential treatment. I I will say that I wish that I had done could have done sober living. Um, but they it just wasn't financially a possibility for me to stay mm-hmm. <clears throat> in residential treatment any longer. And there isn't uh, sober living from moms with with kids Mm. just wasn't a financial possibility for my family um so i moved into an apartment with a roommate a sober roommate i mean what what a sober roommate is that a she was just a she was a sober a sober person how did you find her i met her when i was in detox she was in treatment oh so she was like finishing up her 90 days in treatment when i went to new directions and we kept in contact and she has young children about the same Mm. age as my son so it worked out well I mean, it was scary because all of a sudden I went from having all this oversight in every aspect of my life to accountability, being, yeah, yeah, to being totally on my own. And it was like, well, I could do whatever I want, and yeah. no one would ever know. Yeah. I've had to be really careful and really diligent about talking to my sponsor every single day and going to the meetings that I go to and staying in contact with with the other sober people that I know. And a lot of those include a lot of the women from New mm. Directions. Mm. So the only thing you had to change was everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what did New Directions for Women give to you, Miranda? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, it gave me my life back. And my son, you know, I'm, I'm able to be the mother that I am to him because I went through that program. And I, I can't give all the, pro, all the credit just to the program, but the women there, mm-hmm. and the staff the women that I went through treatment with. I mean, I think it's just such a unique thing because I've never been so close. I've never in my life, I'm 35, and I have never in my life had a, had such amazing friendships with women and so many women. So to be able to be in a place all together and allow ourselves. I mean, this group of women, like we're tough women. We have been through a lot of crap in our lives, mm-hmm. and we were vulnerable with each other and mm. held each other up in a time when we couldn't and do it for ourselves. And took a lot of risks. And took a lot of risks and in turn became unbreakably close. You know, the friendships that I have with those women are amazing and that has been such a gift. Miranda B. joining us tonight on Recovery Coast to Coast, sharing a little bit about her story coming from the East Coast, uh, sight unseen into new directions for women, reuniting with her son five days into treatment. Her son lived at the treatment center with her and today life is good for Miranda isn't it it is yeah. life is life is good and yeah. each day gets better it does yeah. it does i mean you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows no, there's every a lot single of crap day that happens, you know and you got to deal with it but you deal with it sober you get, you deal with it in a different way i do and i have i mean for the first time in my life i feel like i have tools to deal yeah. with it that i that i didn't know existed right. before life used to just be a struggle i think that's you know that's what ended me up where I ended up was just that I felt like my whole life was a struggle. Mm. Everything was so hard and I didn't 
know how to deal with it. Yeah. I didn't have any tools for that. Yeah. I appreciate you <clears throat> taking the time to share your story with our listeners. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Miranda B. has joined us tonight on Recovery Coast to Coast. We are down here in Southern California, New Directions for Women in Costa Mesa. And again, I want to give you that information, newdirectionsforwomen.org. You can follow them on Twitter at NDFW and, of course, New Directions for Women's on Facebook as well. Great program. We're going to take a short time out back with more. I'm Neil Scott, the program Recovery Coast to Coast. We're going to love her more than we ever did before. We're so glad Mama's coming home tonight. We now join the new Diet 7-Up Taste Challenge already in progress. Okay, I want you all to try this and then just say the first thing that pops in your head. Amazing. Yeah. Mm, totally. Mm, there's more flavor. Yeah, more natural flavor. Mm-hmm. More lemon-lime flavor. Yeah, you're both right. There's more natural lemon-lime flavor. Yeah, the lemon-lime flavor is totally zesty. Zingy. Zippy. With zero calories. What is it? Yeah. New Diet 7-Up. Diet 7-Up is new? Yeah, it's been totally reinvented with mm. more natural lemon-lime flavor than ever. It's totally refreshing. I love I know. it. I Oh, and it's diet, too? And where's the aftertaste? Now, yeah. that is refreshing. <laughs> Here's to more flavor in our lives. Try new Diet Diet 7-Up, now with more natural lemon-lime flavor than ever. Diet 7-Up, totally reinvented, totally refreshing. Stop in to your nearest grocery or convenience store today and pick up the new Diet 7-Up. Diet 7-Up has been totally reinvented and still has zero calories. Taste the new refreshing burst of lemon-lime flavors in Diet 7-Up today. Welcome back once again to Recovery Coast to Coast, America's nightly voice for recovery. Great to have you with us. Uh, We are down here in Costa Mesa, California, taking you with us tonight, introducing you to Boy, an incredible program. It's called New Directions for Women. It's certainly not a new program. It's been around since 1977. Uh, They have treated, uh, gosh, over 5,000 women. Uh, A hundred babies have been born here because women can come into treatment with their child. Uh, If they are with child in any trimester of their pregnancy, they can come. They can have the baby here. It's it's just an amazing, amazing program. And joining us in this segment is uh, Ethan Hedayat, who is a yoga instructor and personal trainer. Uh, What has your role been here in the treatment process, Ethan? Um, it's, it's a situation that has grown, um, over a decade. Hmm. Um, I, I fell in with new directions, uh, as, uh, working at the YMCA and being in recovery myself, it was one of the, uh, it was a very important element to recovery to me. Um, I had tried getting it together several times. Um, and when I paired the 12 steps with fitness. It was the magic equation. Did you go through treatment? Obviously, did, you didn't go through new directions. No, not even. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was a lifetime ago for me. But yeah, yeah I, I did the whole run, um, treatment and jail and, and just trying to figure things out. A long time. A long I, time. I did one of those things where I had gone through a rehab and I had gone through a type of a treatment center and I had gone to and nothing worked. Um, what worked was me... Uh, deciding I wanted to change my life and it was a moment I had uh, at home moment of clarity uh, yeah and and I had fortunately the space to run with that and I wasn't inhibited by by external um, mm. forces so it, it allowed me to do that so when I look at my sobriety um, I kind of look at it like 
something shifted in me in my 30s, and I really don't have that date, that proverbial 12-step mm-hmm. uh, recovery date. Because to me, I don't know, I, I just stumbled and fell for many years, and, and I just got up in my mid-30s and, and started started walking the right path. And exercise played a big role in massive your recovery. Massive role. In massive role. Not a, not, a, not a little part, a massive role. <laughs> I get my exercise jumping to conclusions and running, <laughs> and, 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 and running amok. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> With, so more or less, my avenue or my understanding of fitness comes from from mostly Eastern philosophy. I fell into martial arts when I was a kid, just right time, right place, getting picked on and blah, blah, blah. And kind of stayed with that as I got older. And now I, that's pretty much what I do full time. The yoga that I teach comes from a certain martial arts that I do. Um, I have a school down the street where we teach all these different things. In regard to recovery, the physical body and the energetical body and the mind all kind of play different roles. When you start to work on your mind and your spirit, if you leave your body out of the equation, which is the house, the physical house in this realm, meaning the planet that we're on, that houses these things, because if you were to get rid of the body, you would not have these two elements. It's a huge part of that. And if you leave that part out, it makes it much more difficult as well as makes it much easier, in my view, when you remind your when you rem, when you recontact those things, when your physical body and your mind start coming back together, it really helps to realign things. It really helps to remind your your subconscious and your spirit and your emotions what the actions of the uncontended with damage that you're dealing with is also doing to your physical body. And if you don't contend with both of them, you're only getting half of the equation. That's just my observation. And there really is a synergy between exercise and physical in endurance and meditation and, and all of that. I, 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 I'm a daily runner. I haven't missed a day of running in maybe 12 years uh, in a couple of months. And, and to me, that's where it comes together for me. Absolutely. A, a hard run and my emotions, my spirit, everything seems to gel. Well, a hard run is meditation. Mm-hmm. It's active meditation, absolutely. And and that's 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 taking that part of our our reality out of the equation for a moment yeah to let that uh that other energy kind of do its thing i, I tell people that you know I, I i'm not real i'm not real fast i'm not real slow i'm half-assed <laughs> i like that <laughs> i like that but i digress well, in working with the women here ethan and ethan hediot is joining us if, if you've just joined us he's joining us as well a yoga instructor and personal trainer down here at new directions for women well, these women come in Many of them so hurt, so broken. Are they in condition to do yoga? And if they haven't done yoga before, how difficult is it to well, introduce yeah. that? Okay, well, even though you know you could title me as a yoga instructor and a personal trainer, that's really not what I am. I'm, I'm, what I am here is is a health educator. Hmm. Um, a the, the yoga that I do is is. Um, it's peeled back to the healing elements of what yoga is, which is a preparation for meditation, a physical preparation for meditation. Mm-hmm. It's not about standing on your head for two hours. I had it all wrong. <laughs> yes. All <laughs> yoga is, all yoga was designed to initially is for is it's physically preparing the body, which you can do to open up energetical zones in your system to help optimize meditation. 
and uh, and again going back to that connection of the the mind body spirit, mm -hmm. which is that that saying's been around for a long time, and I sure as hell didn't make it up. Um, so it I was told you did. I, 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 <laughs> I would like to say I coined that <laughs> phrase, but um. So yeah, when you go back to that. Uh, what I do in yoga is I try to get them to move, basically, again. I try to reintroduce their body to their body, <laughs> to their mind, yeah, yeah. you know. And keep in mind that, yeah, we have girls that vary in so many facets of not just age, but ability and damage that over the course of their life has ha happened from uh, drugs and life and what right. have you, um, accidents. So yeah, it's a very mixed box. I think one of the reasons that I have been successful here is because I facilitate a pretty mixed box uh, to the girls. I, I don't group them all and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. I can kind of individualize and uh, ah, kind of... Okay kind of, you know, morph as we go and offer uh, different suggestions for different uh, issues that people have. And same with the physical part. Training, yeah, more guiding. Uh, for me, like I said, for the short time that, that I am with the girls, my goal is to get them to, to move so they can start to detox their system and in that reintroduce themselves to themselves. Yeah. Ethan Hetty uh, joining us tonight. He uh, informed me he's a health educator, so we will refer to him as a health <laughs> educator. I mean, hey, what the health, right? Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> what, what the well, health? I mean, because with health, you know, you have food and you have thought and you have what you're breathing and what it's not just. Which leads me know. to my next question: What is the role of nutrition in all of this, Ethan? Massive, massive. My my partner, who happens to be my wife. Um, who happens to be a nutritionist. So, yeah, it's it's insane how much food has to do mm, with, mm. you know, it, it's insane, but it's pretty easy when you look at it. It's pretty black and white. If you put something in your body, it's in your body. And it, it, just like a car, just like a tree, just like anything, some things are made for it and some things aren't. So you put the right thing in your body, it's going to be happy. You put the wrong thing, it's going to have effects to it. And, High and test gasoline versus the cheap stuff. It's going <laughs> to have an effect. And, yeah. I, and I think people lose sight of that. And, and, not because they want to, but that's the way society's designed. Mm -hmm. So I, I think you're doing anybody a favor by re-educating them. Mm -hmm. I'm doing quotes on the, the elements of health, being mm -hmm. physical and food. And that's why I said more like that because, you know, as I will give them exercises to do, I will also make them stretch. I'll also let them not smoke. I will also talk to them about food and types of food if that's what they are, are is an element. And, and even so far as, you know, we have conversation about positive thought. Mm. So it's not just, yeah. It really is a holistic approach. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. It's the only thing that really, at the end of the day, is going to work. Outstanding. Mm. Ethan Hediot has been joining us on Recovery Coast to Coast, health educator who also happens to instruct yoga. <laughs> I like that. Thank you're, you. You're fast. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us tonight, uh, Ethan. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. You've been listening to Recovery Coast to Coast, a program feature of the Nonprofit Alliance for Recovery. Recovery Coast to Coast is heard nightly from 10 p.m. till midnight Pacific time, Monday through Friday, from Clear Channel Studios in Seattle, Washington, carried live on Fox Radio 850 KHHO in Tacoma, Washington, and heard nationally in streaming audio. For information about future programs, please visit W www.recoverycoasttocoast.org where you can listen to, download, or podcast our last five shows as well as find information on upcoming programs. Please join us next time when we share experience, strength, and hope with others so that they may recover from alcohol and other drug and behavioral addictions. The bright side of addiction is recovery.